get a fast car I want a ticket to anywhere Maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere Any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove I missed the Grammys last night, and because of what I do for a living, I'm sort of obligated to see the Grammys on the regular, just to be able to talk about the popular music of the day. And Luke Combs had one of the biggest musical moments of all of 2023 by covering Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Didn't change the gender, didn't change anything, and he absolutely killed it, and he helped highlight that this song sort of transcends space and time and circumstance, and then they performed it together last night on the Grammys, so I have a long way to go to catch up on what went down last night because I actually went out on the town which doesn't ever happen Uh, so I missed the Grammys but I did watch the highlight reel this morning of Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman performing that song together it was well I mean I granted I'm kind of a crier anyway so maybe it doesn't hold a lot of heft but uh, it was tear inducing it was gorgeous I mean the song is so powerful anyway such a great story of the city but then to have it all coming together and I just I like that music still makes me feel like a fucking crybaby <laughs> I like it well, I really do it evokes memory too and all that stuff and yeah. like I, people that don't, aren't like I've actually talked to people like yeah I'm just not really into music and I'm like well have a good day because we don't I just can't I'm sorry I'm like, well, what I, do you I, like good for li- you but nope what do you like to listen to I, whatever's on the radio or whatever I don't yeah. care I'm like ah Okay, well, uh, anyway, my name is Brian Oak. This is the Brian Oak Show podcast, episode 372, here in the Smart Start MN studios, and I'm here with my friend Sean, and he and I went out last night, but before we talk about that, I want to take care of a couple of sponsors. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? You drink, you drive, you lose your license. It doesn't matter if you're found guilty or not, you're going to lose your license. They put in the high-tech doohickey, as Sean has come to call it. And even Ed Cohen was okay with calling it the doohickey. Um, They put it in your car. You blow clean. You get to drive. Yeah, Ed Cohen from Smart Start joined us last night at the REM tribute show last night. It was good to see Ole, too. I don't think I've seen Ole in like five years. Ole's a good guy, too. Also a huge REM fan. Great time last night. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. And while it's not required, it is always fun when sponsors of this show are music heads, like Mike Anschel uh, is. Yes. Um, from OAC Design Build Architecture. You know, I was thinking about the work that they do, and I think that we should be blunt. They are not a bargain basement type of place to go do your work through. Yeah. But if you've ever, if you look at their website, oadesignbuild.com, or you've ever seen any of that kind of work, or you've walked into, say, a bathroom or a powder room or a kitchen where you're like, holy cowboy, where did this come from? That's the kind of work they do. They make statement rooms. They, they, they're they very, very sharply pronounced, I think is what I would say. Yeah, and they work with experts, and then they pay the experts what they're worth, and they actually give them health insurance and benefits and all that sort of thing. So. You pay for quality, it seems. It almost sounds like you're saying you get what you pay for. That's exactly what I'm saying. Go to oadesignbuild.com, and you can check out all of their stuff there. They still have their special going on right now where you can have a project done. That's going to end here around February 10th, which is in about five days, so you better go there soon. Go to the Contact Us form and get in touch with them, even if you're doing some future planning as people need to budget and that sort of thing. 
oadesignbuild.com. And definitely worth checking out. Speaking of worth checking out, there is a local force of nature by the name of Christy Costello, who we're going to catch up with here momentarily, who does just about everything there is to do related to music or promotions ever in the Twin Cities. And now she's got this brand new record out. And there's a big show coming up and videos on the way. And it looks pretty fucking fantastic. We'll check in with her in just a second. But first, I do want to make mention that you and I went out and hung out socially last night. Unbelievable. I know. It's been a while. And we went with Ed from Smart Start. And we went with Oli. And we went to the First Avenue Main Room, which I realized I haven't been to since September. Now, again, as I get older, I go out less and less. But I haven't been there since September to see explosions in the sky at the behest of my good friend Paul. And it was brilliant. And I'm like going out. And now that I don't get up at 4 in the morning, still fun to go out. I just... um. I, it's also fun to lay down early and go to bed and lay with my cat on the couch. It is. I was really impressed with the new sound at First Ave. They did a great job. I mean, you could hear every instrument clearly. It just, they did a fantastic job with that room. And last night was a giant REM tribute. They did play REM from other eras, but it was primarily a tribute to their debut full-length Murmur produced by Mitch Easter, and that's a that's a big chunk to bite off. That was an important moment in American music, and if you're going to say we're doing Murmur, you better be fucking excellent, and in my humble opinion, they were fucking excellent. They really were, and I was a little worried that they were going to try to get cute with it yeah. and change up the songs and make them their own. Right. That would have been a bad idea. Well, there were a couple of songs where they went a little, what I call, Radiohead on it. Yeah. They stretched them out a little bit. Sure. They didn't get necessarily jazzy or weird, but they did stretch them out, and they explored the space, and they got a little jam bandy on a couple of songs, but most of them were note-for-note refutations of what an incredible album that is and how amazing it was. I had a great time last night, so thanks for twisting my arm a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. I was going to bail on that thing like I like to bail (laughs) on everything, and I'm like, no, I should go out every once in a while. And it was great. And of course, it was Jason Narducci. And um, what's the actor's name? Michael Shannon. And again, I'm still blown away because I'd never heard that name before. And then I went online and looked him up. I'm like, who thinks they're Michael Stipe? And I'm like, oh, oh. I, looking at his resume of both television oh, and yeah. film, mind-bending. I didn't realize he was that big a star. Oh, yeah. He's huge. And, and I, I think he really embodied Michael Stipe last night. And he He'd, sounded like he him. He did. It was great. I, no, I had a fantastic time last night. Christy Costello just ahead, but first, the song. So I, my friend Jill Riley makes fun of me because, I, because I'm so bad at going out. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, the second they play Song X, I'm out of here. And um, she made fun of me online. But this was the song I was dying to hear. To my credit, I did stick around for about three or four more songs afterwards. But when you take the stage an hour late, my knees can only last for so long. But this was the one I wanted to hear. Here's R.E.M. Sitting Still on The Brian Oak Show.
singing along last night at that particular murmur tribute rem in the first avenue main room was startling to me there were well over a thousand people in there and everyone knew every word and it was very very heartwarming and i like going to those kind of shows because for once i'm not the oldest person in the room unfortunately that's not the case today i am the oldest person in the room my (laughs) name is brian oak and that's sean bernard and right across from me is christy costello now christy costello i'm going to read a little bit from her bio because this is someone who knows how to write a bio when i always ask can i get just a little bit of information about you you end up getting a four-page diatribe christy costello is a mover and a shaker in the twin cities music scene songwriter multi-instrumentalist disc jockey talent buyer promoter mother and yogi she hails from the iron range of northern minnesota and she is no stranger to the great outdoors her music blends the ferocity and rawness of nature's elements the new and exciting energy of a house show mixed with the adrenaline rush of an all-night downtown disco and i have yet to disagree with a single word in any of this Her first-rate songwriting has been showcased in previous bands like Pink Mink and Ouija Radio, as well as her raw and unforgettable stage performances with Monica LaPlante, Butcher's Union, which is probably my favorite time I ever saw you live, because you turn into sort you go sort of feral, and I I mean that as a complete compliment, because you, you are... When the punk rock 
flooding stream comes racing by. There's not much one can do except jump in and go neck deep. Um, also, the Von Bondis, extraterrestrials, and now Christy's stepping up front with a brand new record. We're going to talk about that, the show, the new video. But first, hi, Christy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. I'm getting my morning voice out. Oh, no, see, for me, like, that's why I like doing mornings, because being a lifelong cigarette smoker and whiskey drinker, in the mornings, it's always like this, <laughs> which, I mean, some people don't like, but there we go. I say lean into it. I say do your morning voice. Okay. I'll get raspier okay. then. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe we could, yeah. find a, we could find a happy middle ground. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Always <laughs> bit of both. <laughs> Little column A. Flippity gibbet. Little <laughs> column B. How have you been? Are you good? I'm good. Busy? Extremely. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, that's no. an understatement right but, now. But that's the bit, right? I mean, yeah. like, you got to scramble. I, I've come to hate the term grind, even though it represents something very well. Mm-hmm. But you do have to grind if you're going to make it, right? And if you want to do all the things that you want to do. Yeah. What are you doing right now? I'm starting a solo career yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> On top of all the things I'm doing, I would say already. that's about the biggest thing. That would you someone like to know could... it all? Yeah. All right. So every morning I get up and I do social media ads for both the venues I work for. And what are those venues? Palmer's uh-huh. and Dusty's. Right, very good. Which is a good couple of hours of um, ticket links and handles and yeah. Wowie zowie. Here, guess what? It's Tuesday <laughs> and then Wednesday. This is happening Thursday. Yeah. But that's the telephone poll, and that's what I'm paid to do. The new telephone pole. I mean that by... I wish we could do telephone poles again. I wish <laughs> the art could be on telephone poles where we'd walk yeah. down the street and you'd see what's going on on the telephone pole. Oh, I see. Like you're talking like flyers and yeah, stuff like I that. Yeah, I wanted to explain myself. I realized that a lot of people may not know what I'm talking about because that was 20 years ago. Well, but I mean, it still happens in some places, but not like Like a coffee to. shop. You walk in, the bulletin board is full of flyers. Yep. Yes. But back in the day, or you used to walk down the, the street full, right? and every like 20 feet, there was a telephone pole plastered with people's artwork for their shows. But it's a different world now, right? Yes. I mean, and a billion old staples, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, a billion old staples and tacks. Some yeah. people used to do nails and stuff, too. Yeah. So, like, you walk by some of those truly old telephone poles, mm-hmm. and they're as much metal as they are wood. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy. So that's how you start your day. Then what happens? Um, and then I do some answering of emails and sort out some show stuff. Then I'm, then I'm off, like, walking the dog. I like to walk her between three and five miles. That's my meditation. And then I do yoga. And then I'm back at the emails, and then I'm momming. I mom, mom stuff. Yeah, well, um, that's what moms do. Mom right? it Pick up. the kid up from school if I need to, make dinner, help homework, all that. And then by the time we're done with momming, I'm back to the computer, and I'm usually putting shows in. And then um, I, I practice a little bit, too, in there. And that, but these are days where you're not even close to where you're going to be melting faces yet. At some point later, no, the, you're going to melt faces. Yeah, yeah. Now, you gonna, understand though, this is not your annual review, right? <laughs> I mean, like, we can't control no. any raises or anything. Uh, yeah, no, we're not in charge <laughs> no. of that. And in fact, you ask me a, what I do. <laughs> yeah, I know you're like, <laughs> I'm okay, telling you what there I do. It is. <laughs> we have a few concerns about some of your areas of performance, Miss Costello. Exactly. <laughs> um, and we just want to. No, I just I wonder what your life is like now because yep. I used to see you a little more than I do now and I haven't seen you much and I know as you mentioned launching a solo career is I mean that's all the work you're suddenly the CEO of everything and I know that you Mm -hmm. take care of a lot of things for a lot of other people already but now this is you this is your life this is your personal artistic expression so it's got to add a little more weight to the decisions you make right it does 
Um, and on that note, I also have years of promotional experience, so I would know how to put it all into my own self at this point. And yeah, yeah I'm a social media whore at this moment. <laughs> I, I feel like whore might not be the right word. What about like I'm a, sorry, what slut. If, what if, what if, no, I know I'm, I'm trying to get out of that bad concubine. 80s puns of... <laughs> Um, stuff that beats up female. I'm not even trying to. No, I, I, I think men not. are sluts too. So if oh, I can just Christ. put this all together. To and... me, the word bitch is the most gender neutral world word yeah, in yeah. the world. I use bitch for dudes all the time, even yeah. though that's probably not appropriate. Slut, I do back off from that one. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I don't I, say I, slut I mean, a lot. Be, I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't no, mean no. to go there, but I no, did no, grow no. up in the 80s, and like those words just sometimes get stuck. Oh, trust me, I've said them. I just, I feel like when you're working really hard to promote other bands, mm -hmm. other artists, you're booking shows, you're building your own career. I mean, I, well, I guess that is what a whore does. Okay, social media whore. Christy I'm, Costello I'm, 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 joining I'm, us I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm calling myself this, no uh, one else. No, no, exactly, but I, exactly. I'm in jest, but I am definitely, I, I know how to work social media. I've gone to meetings now about social media for my work. Like, like recovery meetings? Like, sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like TED Talks, that kind of thing? Just finding out what how it all works, you yeah. know. What and the algorithms are. Exactly. And, can... and because I know all this, I I tend to, like I said, I'm using it for myself right now, too. But so. do, doing all this and lifelong experience of promotion, working in the scene, making music, working with so many other people, why... Christy Costello's moment right now. What what was the impetus? It's just I I feel that um, I've been in a lot of bands and bands are great, you know, when they are together. And then <laughs> you write songs for that period of your life, and you're a songwriter, and then the band diffuses, and you're kind of like, well, shoot, I wrote eight of those songs, <laughs> yeah, and then I wrote you know thirty of those songs in those years. Um. I just need to be able to you write songs and be able to keep playing them. What's the name of your new record? From the Dark. And how far back into the dark do some of these songs go? Are they all relatively recent or were some mm -hmm. sitting there in the root cellar for eras? Well, they were sitting in the dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one or two of the songs were in the dark. A lot yeah. of them are new. I wasn't just going to be like, all right, I'm going to play all my old material. But yeah. um, the two, there's two songs, one... The title track from the dark actually comes from Ouija Radio's rack, last record that never came out. Bummer. Because I joined the Bondies, but we are about to release what? Well, technically, it would have been my fifth, but actual release Ouija Radio would have been four. I two records shelved in Ouija Radio now. Ouch. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. Well, but, you say that, but once you rise to incredible superstardom based on From the Dark, then all of a sudden there's going to be a clamor for what's in the archives. Well, what's we'll in see the vault? What, how do we get our hands on these lost Ouija radio could, records? They could. They could. Um, but I would have to go through that and be like, nope, that one can't go see the light of day and that one can't see you, the light of day. Do you experience that when you go back and listen to older things? Like sometimes you're looking at baby pictures where you're just embarrassed? Um, yes, really? but at the same time, I'm not, I don't know if it's embarrassed or if it's just like, who were you? <laughs> you know, what were you thinking? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I'm everything, everything I've done in my past has led me to where I am now. Yeah. Right. You're the building blocks of me, but I am, um, you know, I don't need to relive certain 
certain time periods. You almost sang that like you were on the electric company, and that was genius. That warmed Whenever my heart. Whenever there's trouble, we're on the double. The Bloodhound gang. gang. Although that was from Zoom, technically. Oh, was it? No, yeah, was it? Was. Well, it was in the electric company, and I remember it. Bloodhound gang was from Zoom. Uh, oh, no. Or, we're going to have to or, Google. Or, 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 or was it from 321 Contact? It might have been 321 Contact. There we go. Look at that. Anyway, let's That's, start. It was 321 Contact. You're absolutely they right. They were right next door to each other, though. They... Three, two, one, and electric oh, yeah. company. Yeah, and Sesame Street was on there too, and I watched mm-hmm. them way later into my years than I probably mm-hmm. should have. Before we, uh, we're not going to abandon the past, but before we dive yeah. deep into what the future holds for you, I don't like going too long without a song. And this one comes off the new record from the dark. In God We Trust Fund is one of the funniest names I've ever heard. It, it's Jello Biafra level funny and clever. I like it. Tell me where it comes from. And oh, what it's all yeah. About. Well, um, Obviously, I do love and God We Trust by Dead Kennedys. That's a great record. When I was but, even thinking about that, I was just thinking, like, this is the kind of sort of little societal barb you put at the end of a a song title. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Um, it's It came from the... It's like the, the center of the record where this is the idea of you meet the devil at the crossroads and you sign your soul to the shadow demon at midnight you know what i mean and here on earth you no longer have to worry about a damn thing you don't have to worry about money you have everything you want and then you know accept your soul <laughs> there w- there will be a comeuppance at right some point. so i mean but here some people would be like hell yeah i don't care what happens after this like just you know i want this amazing earthly existence and uh so the the, the concept for the song was already there and i uh i i Back into my friend um, Terrell Woods, aka Carnage, the executioner, to come on this song and give me some spoken word, Vincent Price style, to be my shadow demon at midnight. And he did a really good job. Pussy already had his own song that I loved um, called Soul Snatcher. So I wanted to embody his Soul Snatcher's character in this song. So, I mean, it's about, you know, getting all that you want having all that you want at your fingertips in and therefore it kind of references what it's like to have all that you want at your fingertips which is you know trust funds and that's that's nice so you get your own trust fund from you know that that super dark creature from underneath <laughs>
limited mobility, mortal flesh creature. Let's begin. Embracing consumption and vanity are not cardinal or deadly sins. Freedom to live as you desire, vast riches beyond belief. Still you trust God, denounce eternal happiness, live for and resist more? You'd endure less pain from the business end of my pitchfork. On this oversized toilet called planet Earth, I promise festivity. You must understand it's worth. But in return, part of you, I must hold after. Son of a bitch. That was wow. fucking cool. That was wow. really fucking cool. Oh my god! <laughs> like I, I told you, every song on this record is Holy completely shit, different from the song Christy. before. It. I almost <laughs> bought this on vinyl at the record store I used to work at the other day, and I'm like, eh, and then I'm like, now that's what I'm doing after I leave here. I'm going to get that was fucking killer. So tell me, Carnage the Executioner? Yes. I'll bet he's actually a really nice person, except he calls himself Carnage the Executioner. Yeah. He's actually a vegan, too. Of course he is. He a, he's all, a plant-based poet. He's a plant he's killer. All he executes is frickin' kale. All right. Um, that was called In God We Trust Fund. That was excellent. Holy I mean, crap. I, I heard so good. many influences and earmarks in there. You yes. obviously love Susie and the Banshees. But yeah. like, even a band like Shriekback, like there was some, it's big, it's epic, it's deep, and you produced this record yourself. I yeah? did, yes. And uh, do you have a lot of, you have a lot of experience producing? Um, I mean, I've been in the studio so many times now over the years with other bands, my own bands, but... It's just when I look down at a, a production board, yeah. there might be 5,000 buttons and knobs on there. I wouldn't know where to start. Well, I'm not the engineer, but I'm the person that sits there and goes, no, let's try this with this drum sound. Oh, let's I try see. this with that drum sound. Let's try this with this guitar sound. No, let's try this. Um, also, Zach, he co-produced it with me, Zach Hollander, who engineered it, but I am in the studio hearing the mixes we actually ended up mixing half the record over again because i wanted the drums to sound different at one point really what, it, what yeah this, re- not... this record cost me my soul what did you oh do well much like that yeah. song right there what did you not like about the drums the first uh, time well, they just they, they just weren't popping and snapping enough for me yeah. and like the tones the tones needed i didn't want this record to sound flat um that i didn't, didn't want it too polished flat no, it didn't. No, no that was but there's a, there's a sound sometimes amazing. I'm hearing coming out of Minneapolis a lot when I hear recordings, and I'm not not trying to offend anyone, but we I feel like a lot of it sounds like it's coming out of an ad agency rather than like I want it to sound a little bit more like a like what you like gritty and raw and it's got teeth and. Husker Du is one of my top five favorite bands of my entire life in terms of impact and in terms of the quality of the music. I am dying for them to go back and remaster because it all sounds paper thin. Mm-hmm, the yeah. production quality is awful, but the songs are so good that they became legendary despite that. So I appreciate your dedication to that right there. So you put out a new album, and you, being well-versed in promotion and knowing how this game works, you have to decide at some point, all right, now it's time to put this thing out, and now it's time to get out there. You do have a release show coming up very shortly, but... In this day and age, videos aren't what they used to be, but you've still decided you're going to do some video promotion on this because the internet is a huge part of how this stuff gets out to the masses. Yes. Are videos fun or are they an absolute pain in the ass? 
I mean, come on. I have only shot a couple of videos, uh-huh. and and they can be a pain in the ass. Like once once you start to feel tired, and you're like, oh, I gotta muster up the acting chops. It is yeah. acting. Yeah. I mean, lip singing oh, and totally. being convinced, convincing, and like. And they're like, oh, you didn't. It's turn embarrassing your head quite too because right we're gonna do it the eighth take, yeah. tenth take, twelfth yeah. take. It's 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 challenging, but I mean, in in the end, like you, you just gotta loosen up and get get it get the job done and the end result is usually pretty magical but and that's the bit is like i'm with great videos and one of my favorite things to ask artists who who prioritize videos is you know sometimes it's like oh it was magical it fell right into place other times like nope that was three of the worst weeks of my life and so i'm just when you're used to making music and sitting in a studio you're used to being attentive you're used to being astute but it's a very different animal making a video than it is making a song yes i mean i've never had three weeks to make a video that's more like most my records okay well (laughs) and maybe not even that for the records (laughs) but um most videos i've been in were like a good half a day to a day shoot you have a big fat uh record release party coming up in less than two weeks it's going to be happening on a saturday in the seventh street entry and we're going to talk about that coming up next but i'd like to hear another song because this is the first song that you've made the video for and you showed me it yeah it looks great do you work with local people or who do you work with yes um actually i'm working with arika Rowe. Um, she's an amazing photographer who has had her she's had many gallery openings just for her photographs she also did the um, cover for the Extraterrestrials record. I'm, I'm on that record as well. That just came out in December. It's got a lenticular cover of a really cool plant she shot. Um, she's our guitar player, Orion Trian's sister. And she made the Monacola plant video, which was for compression, which was just incredible to look at as well. I, I loved it, the way right. it turned out. And, of course, I was like, did you do one for me too? <laughs> but now we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to do three, I think. So this is the first, that'll be the first of three. So apparently it doesn't suck too much if you're planning on yeah. doing more of no, them. No, I mean, uh, they are kind of the way you should go for promoting yourself yeah. as a musician these days. Like the That's where people really see your music the most often is at YouTube and TikTok. Sadly, that is what you have to do. Well, I mean, there's always, no matter what era we're in, no matter what your medium is, there's no way to succeed as an artist without promotion. So adapting yeah. is if you adapt and survive, right? I mean, there's yeah. no other way around that. Unless, me, unless you're Dillinger Four. <laughs> well, nice. yeah. I, I don't think they've they've yet to make a video. <laughs> yet still, every time they do a reunion show, the place is freaking. Packed. I've never, oh, I've never seen a, a show that hasn't sold out. Exactly, and that's going all over the country. And that's not I'm biased. Yes, that's my husband's band, but, but right. But at the same time, I'm blown away because I am. I'm new to that culture as far as I'm, I mean, I'm Patty and I are a decade now, but I had, I had a lot to learn when we got together and I just, you know, it's really cool to talk about him for a second, but yeah, they've got like this cult classic. Oh, your, your husband following. is one of my favorites and I know there are other guys in the band. The only two I know are Patty, your husband and Billy, who yeah. I got to know very, very, very probably too well over the years. <laughs> actually, he's been in this room a few times and we both drank so much that we were in tears on some early podcasts. Yeah. Luckily, those yes. days are in the rear view yes, mirror. Yes, I remember. Oh, me too. No, he would come in every time he came in with a new concoction, like little bottles that said, this is not for normal people, but you're going to be fine. And um, yeah, no. So and, I, and Dillinger 4, yeah. I mean, they still get invited to the punk rock bowling events and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, their legacy is I think they're is doing it this year, stone. too. I'm, yeah, exactly. Maybe. 
Anyway, we're not here to talk about them, although yeah, they're nice people. That band. I like them. Fuck we'll those guys. Yeah. We're here to talk about Christy Costello and her album yeah, From me. the Dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll talk the details on the show coming up next, but let's get another song here real quick. Um, this is the one you did the first video for. Tell me why, like, so when you're thinking, what am I going to promote as sort of my lead video single, it, right. it's different than like, oh, it's my big new single, but you decided this one would best be suited to a video. Why this one? Well, it's definitely, it's, um, people have heard my singles coming out for the last year. They've been pretty punk rock, straight up, kind of, this is what you're going to hear, but then this song comes on and it's it's new wave. Um, and I just kind of, I don't think anybody had heard it. Until the till the record the digital record came out last month, and it's also a, it's a, it's for my daughter. I, this whole process of making this record has made, has had mommy very busy and not at home a lot, and it, the family's been very patient with me. But this is also her song. It's a letter to her, basically, and um, I just just wanted to just start it off giving it to her.
thing. And you were right about New Wave. Like, uh, New Wave, growing up in the 80s myself, is one of my very, very favorite forms of musical expression. That had the right punch to it. That was another great yeah. song. So the video for that song, Code Cyan, is out this Friday? This Friday, yes. What's Ground Zero? Where do people find your stuff and get your material and watch new videos and hear new songs, et cetera, okay. et cetera? Well, I have a website, com. Okay. And it has a little hub with all the links for my band camp and Spotify. I don't know if my YouTube page is up there yet, but I have a, a YouTube page under Life of Cinnamon Girl. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can remember all this, but um, Life of Cinnamon <laughs> Girl is where I've been posting my videos for years. But like they'll probably go up on my that, but it'll probably be up spreading around through all the band members as well. The great thing about a podcast, if someone's like, oh, shit, what was that? They can hit the back 15 seconds button. Yeah, yeah. And there it is right okay, there. Okay, cool. Rewind. It's got, exactly. And this was going to exist in perpetuity, so watch your mouth, Costello. Okay. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I just love when I can say everything. <laughs> yeah, no, you can you can literally say anything you want on this. We mm. we put it out as explicit because fuck all the fucking yeah. fucks that fuck, fuck out wad. there. Exactly. I love that word. Yeah, that's a good one. Fucko. Fuck knuckle. Fuck Fuck knuckles, good. I like Fuck turd knuckle. Yeah. I've turd knuckle. always like turd knuckle. Yeah. Cunt face. But oh wow, she went with. I the can C say up. cunt as much as I want. You can. Exactly. Yeah, cunt. Especially nope. if you're in yeah, England cunt. or Ireland. They well, say I love it. saying cunt. I used to hate it because like my my original last name was Hunt, and all the boys in school would be like, "Hey, cunt." Oh. And I was just like, "Oh." I even said it to my parents once. I was like, at the dinner table because I was so young. But somebody called it out, called me that on the bus. <laughs> nice on the and, bus. And like, I was like, "Hey, mom, dad." <laughs> Over mashed potatoes. <laughs> What's a cunt? And I swear to God, my dad's oh. like, my dad had milk coming out of his nose. <laughs> and, so, pff, across the table. Nice. Like, anywhere but here. I, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't. Don't, I don't you ever say that word again. I'm like, I don't know. They want cunt. Right. I just want to know what it means. Just, oh, now, oh. I've, now I've owned the word. I own it. It's mine. Also, you did mention one of my very, very favorite terms that I never use to insult someone, but you just kind of like a circus clown who's welcoming people to a world of terror. Yeah, say it. Say it. Gather around, fuckos. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I love, yeah. I love the term. So fun. It's super great. It's what, oh, we have a whole swearing segment. <laughs> you, in addition to the From the Dark record release party, which is coming up a week from this Saturday on February 17th at the 7th Street Entry, which is a great place for a rock show of this caliber. I'm very excited for you. You're going to be playing along with Screaming Sin Sin and the Pawns, mm-hmm. uh, Scrunchies, who are great, and Citric Dummies, who I'm not familiar with. How do you already have a concert t-shirt for this show? Oh, this is a very old oh, it T-shirt is. that they keep remaking because it's so great. Oh, it's a really great shirt. Screaming so. Simpson and the Pawns, short for tampons. And I understand. I got there. Okay, I got I figured. there. Their <laughs> very first shirt was the best. It was just like this finger, a t- bloody tampon. Oh, just that was their shirt. Just there. And I was like, I have. I like this band a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, already. No. But oh, yeah. So, but you're also, and I'm not afraid of promoting other places, especially my alma mater. My career started at Radio K, and I lost the thread with Radio K for quite a few years. But lately, every time I tune in, I've lived long enough now that all the cool 80s and 90s shoegaze and weird atmospheric stuff and low-tempo skittering drum and bass has come back. I can listen to Radio K for hours now, man. Yeah. The kids are into the stuff that I liked oh, 25 years ago. It's it's, it's like that... Um that it's the snake eating its tail again. Yeah. Ouroboros. The Ouroboros, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. It just keeps doing it, you know? Like, for a while, that 
it's over here, but eventually it comes back to eating its tail. But yeah, you know, well, you know, we're all parents in this room, and when my daughter was young and wanted to go to Warp Tour, when I went to Warp Tour as a young adult, it was all the fun skate punk rock bands, right? Yeah. And now it's a living nightmare of emo and screamo, and but not in a fun way, not in a let's tear this thing up way. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got guys yelling, Circle Pit! And there's no joy there at all. I can't stand Fuck it. Off. <laughs> exactly. Fuckos. Fuckos. If you want me on your next record, all yeah, you have to do is that ask. That was great. We you're, did a good job. That was a nice harmony. You were Brian and the Dad Milks, by the way, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and the Dad Milks? Yeah, because your dad had milk, spit milk out of his nose like, when like you said the dad C milk. word. I don't know. That, <laughs> that sounds weird. That does sound weird. It really is. Yeah. You flip the coin, there's finally such a thing called You've Dad never milk. milked a dad? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that sounds really bad. Don't you dare cut this, this out. This, this day. I'm really tired right now. Go get some milk from your dad. Exactly. Filthy show we've had so far. Well, Thanks saying, a lot, Christy. Heavy, heavy <laughs> I'm, now, uh, I'm now thinking if only you guys could breastfeed. I can't get it out of my head. I, 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 I don't think I'd ever leave the house if I did. <laughs> I don't think it got dirty until you said Brian and the Dad Milks. That's when the show took a sharp right turn. I know. I know. Um, dad before we're done, milks. Uh, I did gross. It was just super <laughs> gross. Speaking of Dad Milks, let's go ahead and talk to Sean real quick about his role at Remax Results because yeah. this should really help you move some. Oh, I do. <laughs> if you want a super professional realtor, exactly. Just six one two eight five nine two five nine four. I'm sure like the National Realty Guild is not going to hear this one. No, but, no, it's like but, complimentary <laughs> dad milk upon <laughs> yeah. showing. Exactly, Mr. Bernard. On the afternoon <laughs> of February 5th, did you or did you not refer to the fictional band Brian and the Dad Milks? They're going to be like, were you the one that at the open house that you make baked the cookies so it smelled really good, but then cookies you offered up dad. some Dad Milk? Gross. <laughs> well. So gross. So I also, this is the good side. This is the wholesome side of me. I also donate I'm not sure there is a one. portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band, even... The likes of a Christy Costello. I right. haven't donated to you yet, but we will just because you're very likable and your fucking music is just really good. This album Thank is you. like really I said good. to her off the show. I said, you have to be incredibly proud of this. And she's like, did that Minnesota thing. But she's like, yeah, this is a lot. Like she's you're proud of this work and you should be. This is this is incredible. I mean, you've really you've really created an, an amazing album here. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that record, where would be, I mean, obviously we try to direct people to Bandcamp because I know that's a better return on investment for everyone, but I know you also went to the trouble to make physical product. You created the artifact. How yeah. do you like people to ingest your music? Well, um, obviously buying the tangibles is the most important for a musician as streaming doesn't pay you shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, streaming gets you out there. So it is, it's a necessary thing. But I just I think that's funny because I think uh, I'm going to just go back to the streaming thing for one second. The Von Bondi's band I'm in, I think we streamed 300 million or something weird wow. like that last that year. Lot. I don't know, but I just remember Jason putting up a check online, just like, here's my $300 or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, like, it's just an, an astronomical amount of, I, I don't even know what the million was, but, still, but I just it know does, it was it over matter, a million. Maybe it, it was just one million. I don't know. But even so, but, that's still a pittance. If that many people are enjoying your music, there should be greater compensation. Sean yeah. and I are huge advocates yes. for the artists getting paid. So, we do an event. Nobody's. I'm, we've never once dropped the line, 
well, you should be happy just for the promotion. Right. Uh, because then, well, but that, that's got to have an end game to it. So bands deserve to get paid. I know Bandcamp pays better than just listening to it on Spotify or anything like Bandcamp that. Bandcamp is the best tool so far for the musicians out there. And I'm sure it'll change eventually because somebody's going to get their grips on it. Now, yeah. I heard that's in motion already. Ugh. We'll see. But it, it's just, um, I always, I laugh because I can't tell if musicians are still the art, peasants of the art world. Like, I don't know. How everybody else does. Art is hard. It just is. But going back towards the streaming thing, I encourage people that stream music to go to the shows, buy tickets, buy a t-shirt. That helps the band sustain to make the next record, which they're not cheap to make. Um, I don't know if I'll ever see recap this record. I, I spent a lot of like the last two years working on it and a lot of my own money, all of my own money, really. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot. It's a lot. We'll see. Will you go and do a more extensive tour behind this record after the release show on the 17th? If if I could, like the only way that that could happen, I want to. That is the dream. I'm also going to be really pragmatic about it and say I'm a mother um, and my band members, we all worked really, you know, we work a lot. We work jobs to mm -hmm. pay for our living and we're, we're barely paid, you know, like a lot of us a little over paycheck to paycheck, but it's, it takes a lot to go and make us a moving machine. Yeah. We can get paid right. If somebody helped, you know, if we did, if this record did really well and all of a sudden people are like, we need to get you on the road. Let's help. Well, how do we do this? I'd be all open for it. And I'm sure my band members were, would too, as long as everybody's been able to make money doing it. Powered by Mountain Dew's Code Red, yeah. it's Christy <laughs> Costello at the God, Troubadour. No. That's one thing. Sorry, I will not work for Mountain Dew. No? No. Have you had Code Red? It's pretty good. Ooh, Mountain Dew. Imagine Tropical Punch, like the, the Tropicana Fruit Punch, except with an actual punch to it. Ooh. Yeah. We would, I would work for a sponsorship for Quick Stop, and my whole band would. <laughs> This oh, is good to know. How quick, much, quick stop. I would feel free to pitch. Is it a quick mean, trip? Is it a quick stop? There's quick, quick trip. Quick trip. Is That's out of lacrosse. I know some people over there. So really? Yeah. Get us a sponsorship okay. by quick trip. We're we're done. We're we're, we're we'll sign the lines. Sounds Anybody we'll sell our souls because they they when they hit the road they're gonna need some beef jerky and they're gonna need some Mountain Dew. Well, they have Code a pretty Red. great fresh fruit fruit selection at Quick Trip. Yeah. They have a like nice little. They've got a nice little spread in Quick Trip. That's their what chocolate dad milk is. Like, okay, I'll <laughs> let it go. That's it. Wow, I'll let it wow. go for God's sake. Poor wow. Christy, she's like, I, I can't wait to get out of here. Well, we're all about to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but before true. we do, I just want to thank uh, Smart Star MN once again. I want to thank our good friends at Audio Quip who've been helping us fine tune the studio recently. Uh, I also want to thank Sean Bernard. Thank you, Sean Bernard. Thank you. OA Design Build .com is where you find out more about OA Design Build Architecture and. ChristyCostello.com oh, Christy ChristyCostelloMusic.com yep. is where you find out more about what Christy's going to be up to, what she's going to be doing, how to support the album, where to find the music. What was the Cinnamon Girl bit on YouTube? Life of Cinnamon Girl is my YouTube. All right. Also, if when does this air? Today. Well, cool. Um, Friday, we're having a listening party if anybody wants to come at Dusty's. And then Lady Heat, my DJ crew, will spin all the jams the rest of the night. So it's well, and Dusty's right there across the river in Northeast. In Northeast. Yeah. yeah great, just like a listening party. Place, it starts yeah. at 930. And that's happening this coming Friday. This coming so Friday, five, February 9th. Six, seven, eight, nine. There 2 you go. 217 you is the entry show. Then. All right. Uh, nice. The week after. And if they want to listen to you on Radio K's Off the Record, that's, that's coming, coming up the Friday up before Friday. The, the listening mm -hmm. show. Right yeah. on. Well, I know you're a very busy person. I was kind of you 
you to take a little time out and share some of this with us because it's a good fucking record. And Thank I really, you. really hope it does everything you want it to do. I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing how this goes. Yeah. Well, let's find out one more time. Wait, uh, can we ch- change the song? Of course. Maybe we should change it to Can't Stand Up, the closing song of the record. Just give a little tonality to this. Entirely you can see here. how versatile the record is. Hear how versatile the record is. Uh, I understand that it's a very wide palette of music available on the latest record. Um, you gotta go to that one. There you go. All the way down. Keep going. There you go. All right. I'm flipping on you guys. I'm That's all right. We can do you. this. You know what? It's We're a, a podcast. It's a podcast, and so it does not matter, and it's not a problem. Everything can be removed, or we can keep the down homey charm by just leaving this conversation in. I said we leave it in. Less editing. Okay. I'm down. Amen, brother, because i got to get to work. I know you do. <laughs> all right. So, um, so you said you want to change it. All you have to do now as we say goodbye is let me know why you wanted to change it. What about this song just suddenly reached up and grabbed you by the back of your lizard brain and said, play this damn song, Christy? Um, it's the last song on the record, and it has a different tone than the whole entire record. It's a good closing song. Uh, it also comes from stems from the project I did with Mike Blaha of The Blind Shake called Chris, uh, Blaha and Costello or we we did about a record's worth of tunes and then um, I just he's like just take some of these we, they never saw the light of day as well so I took this one into the studio tweaked up the lyrics arran- made the arrangements and it's just really pretty it's the ultimate change song it's like that change you do if like you quit a substance and you fall you just feel like you, you just need to sleep and then you wake up and again you're reborn and new you know like we change our our human cells every seven years and we're supposedly all new. Well, yeah, that can we're all ha- made of stardust, Christy. Yeah, 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 see, but we have we have that in within us, the ability to completely, like, put a part of ourselves down and then start the new chapter. And uh, this is kind of how the story ends for this record. On the edge, looking out I'm on the whole rising of sunless down Scared to leave, break to stay A warm breeze says, girl, give it one more day All the leaves are dead or dying All the while the trees are crying I'm at the fork in the road Found my way there on the hardest night Been on a path for so long There's no wall between right and wrong All the leaves are dead or dying All the while the trees